You're listening to the Tony Stewart Podcast, where Tony interviews financial literacy advocates who are changing the conversation on money, so you can catch up on the latest trends and ideas in the world of financial literacy and education. Presented by Paperwork. Be prepared for life. Welcome to the Tony Stewart Podcast presented by Paperwork. I'm pleased to be joined today by Benjamin Nathan Acheri. Benjamin is a financial literacy thought leader, speaker, author, and preacher. In this episode, we'll be discussing Benjamin's book, The Finance Chalice, Finance Articles for Beginners, Trends in Financial Literacy, and What Are Similar Financial Issues for People Around the World. Benjamin, welcome to the Tony Stewart Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. All right. Thank you, Tony. I'm glad to be here. Um, I'll say that it's a great honor to um, be part of this podcast story. And uh, thank you. Thank you for, for, for inviting me. Yeah, well, I, I'm pleased to have you and, uh, you know, just talk to you about what you have going on. You're, you're doing some great work. Um, so, you know, to get started, can you tell us a little bit about your origin story? Why are you passionate about financial literacy? Okay, so Tony, um, thank you for this question. Um, for every other person who has a success story, has a beginning. And so uh, mine started when I lost my first job and then uh, I realized I had no money. And even if I have money, I didn't know how to manage it. I didn't know how to keep it. I didn't know how to multiply it, even though I was in the financial services industry. So it kept me thinking. It kept me thinking, thinking. Um, then I realized that no, I have to learn. You know, I have to learn about simple and basic money management skills. So I started reading around, started reading around, and it gave me that edge that um, people will have to know this. And if they know, it's going to help them. And then upon um, the little experience that I had, I realized that people actually didn't know how to keep their money, how to make money, and maybe how to multiply. So that is where I started, started writing articles about it, started sharing my social media handles, started telling people physically, sometimes the small meetings and all that. So that's how it all started. Well, that, that's great. And that's a similar story to what many people have is that, you know, they come to a spot in their life where something happens and then all of a sudden they have to pay attention to money where it hasn't been <laughs> an issue before. So that, that's great. Um, so, you know, let's talk a little bit about your book, uh, Finance Chalice, uh, Finance Articles for Beginners. Um, what inspired you to write your book? Okay, so um, a little background about this book. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a book in series. I didn't want to write a one-time thing. So I have uh, Financialist 1, and then I have Financialist 2. Okay, so uh, the inspiration came from having to reach more people with the news of basic money management skills. The basic things that we need to know about money life, 
the basic things we need to know about financial life, and then all that comes with it. So um, I decided to write on certain topics. We put them together. So within a year, at least I should have about 12 articles or more written, put them together as, as an ebook, and then put it out there for people to also um, look at what insights they can get and improve their financial life. Well, that's great. And, and I think that's a, a really effective way to do it is because people can relate to your personal story and to see themselves in your story. So that, that, that's a great, <laughs> excuse me, a great way to do it. Um, yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. So one of the things you talk about, which I thought was really interesting, is the RAIN theory of investment. Uh, what is the RAIN theory of investment? Okay, Tony, that's a good question. Um, I remember a short story about that. I mean, it's, it's an interesting story. And uh, after writing it, uh, some people were telling me uh, this, this is not a real one. They cannot, I mean, it, it cannot be done. And I told them that fine, uh, maybe that's what you think, but I think that it can be done. I've, I've done that before, it worked. But um, I mean, things happen, but it's, it's still a good principle. So the rain theory of investment is just states that the little drops of money or the penny you drop in that piggy bank can someday give you a treasury. You know, so it's, it's just speak from how the rain starts falling. So it starts drizzling. One drops, one drops from the sky, one drops from the sky. Before you realize, the gutter, or let me say the river, is kind of full. So it's from this small drops, drops, drops that made it the river and it became full. So uh, I, was, I was talking about uh, the rain theory of investment where people didn't actually agree with me. And uh, fortunately, my wife said, no, this, this is a great principle, okay? So when somebody uses it, it's gonna work. So that's how I thought about. So the small drops, they get down here. When you wash the gutter, or if you even put down a chalice or a basin, it's going to go up or it's going to be full. So if you are able to put down some dollars, you're able to put down some CDs or pennies, pesos, down in your piggy box or in your savings account, someday, somehow, it is going to become a treasury and you can actually feed from that treasury. So that is the rain theory of investment. Well, I, I, I think that's great it's, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I think it's something that people can understand, uh, which is super important, but I think it's also something that's understandable and it reinforces that principle that, you know, it's one small step that, you know, you don't build a treasury, you know, overnight, you have to work yeah. at it and, do small bites. Uh, I, I, I think that's a fantastic theory. I'm with your wife on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. So, you know, um, you're involved in financial literacy education. Um, what are some of the trends that you're seeing in financial literacy education? Are you seeing change? Ah, uh, yeah, this, I think this is a good question. Um, I'm seeing a lot of changes uh, in the space, you know. Um, number one, mainly I've seen like three things in there. Um, I'm seeing 
females in, in financial literacy where they really want to champion their advocacy in females, how to empower them to take charge of their financial lives and then how to help them to also establish other streams of income. Another one I'm seeing right now is um, kids. I mean, trying to educate them on personal finance life, how the kid can see money, how it's supposed to be seen, and um, how they can save, and how probably they can invest. And you know, these things are not taught in schools. There's nowhere in this world that I've seen. Um, I, I, I get to read about some states in the US having to um, advocate for a policy on that, but I've not really seen the um, realization and implementation. So it's, it's a good thing that is happening in this space. At least you get to teach your child how to keep money, not just to go to school and teach him about life and all that, but you get to also teach him on how money works. You understand? And the last thing I'm seeing around is um, people have to do a lot of conferences, mainly on finances, mainly on finances, nothing more, nothing less. So we are talking about finances and it's finances all the way. All the resource people are going to talk about finances from um, different angles altogether. So these are the main um, trends I'm seeing in, in, in the financial literacy space at the moment. Yeah, that, I, I would agree. Um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of movement in, you know, people who traditionally the financial services industry has not talked to, I guess, for lack of a better word. And, you know, women, children, um, sometimes, you know, other ethnic um, ethnicities in the states. Um, you know, so just spreading the word to everyone. But I think it's so important, as, as you mentioned, for kids to learn about money. Kids are dealing with money. You know, that principle of like, hey, I want to buy a toy and helping them understand that. So that, that, that's great. Uh, have you done any work with kids yourself? Well, no, no, not yet. I've not done any, any work with kids, but... Um, I keep learning. I keep learning on how you can um, train your kids when it comes to money because, you know, I have a, a, a daughter and I'm wishing to start teaching her at a stage because I realized that um, money management skill is one important thing in life everyone should have because for us to even get on this podcast, you will need some data okay for us to even get on this portal you have to um have a smartphone or a laptop you need to get your lights on you need to get all these things in place and before you get them you need money to exchange that service you see mm -hmm. so how do you make that money to exchange that service you get it so we need to actually give this kind of treasured skill, which is everlasting to our kids, so that at least when they grow up and then we cannot leave, I, I mean, I think it's a legacy and an inheritance to give mm -hmm. your kid, I mean, a, a money management skill, you get it? So I'm not yet, I've not yet started something like that, but maybe in the future, I'm going to go into that. 
Well, that's great. Yeah, it, it's not something I've gotten into myself, but you know, I, I, I do work with my son. I, I have a son, and so we go through some of those issues. But I, I agree with you. It is a gift that we give to our children because everything, you know, somewhat touches on money. And uh, yeah, you know, money money makes things happen. Unfortunately, or unfortunately, but it is what it is. Um, so. You know, we're talking, we're in different countries. Is what do you feel are some common financial issues for people all over the world? Okay, um, that's a very tight question, you know. Um, Tony, for in Ghana here, and probably is the case all over the world, uh, I, I read more of um, articles and news from the states like CNBC and Business Insider and all those um, guys. So I realized that the, the problems there are virtually a reflection of what we have here. So mainly the problem that I'm seeing, uh, maybe let me categorize them into three. Number one is how people can actually create a budget and stay with it. I mean, there's a whole um, conversation we can start on budget. I mean, how to understand it, what it means to have it, what it can do for you, the components of the budget, looking at the income side, the expenditure side, the miscellaneous side, even the analytical aspect of it, you get it. And then some um, adjustments and things that you can do on a budget, this is a whole curriculum altogether. And so this is one main thing that people are struggling with. Number two is how people can actually plan and save for their retirement. A lot of people keep asking me, so how much will I need for retirement? How much do you think is good to retire with? How much do I need to pay every month to, to create a retirement? What are some of the investment opportunities to invest my money when it comes to retirement. So retirement is another thing to do. And more importantly, how people can manage their expenditure. Mm -hmm. When somebody gets money, he's thinking about how I can spend this money. And of course, it goes back to the budget. So you are able to manage, or let me say, um, do well with your money management. That is where you even have enough to work to invest or to put aside. So these, I think, are the three main challenges that we can see all over the world. It's always in India, it's in Africa, it's in Ghana, it's in the States, Canada, and all, or what have you. So uh, this, this is what I think, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I see those as common issues as well. As you know, people all over the world, no matter who they are, face those same issues of budgeting, you know, spend less than you make and, you know, put some aside. Like, you know, I, I love your rain theory of investment, you know, it's just those little raindrops, let, let them build up. Um, you know, so um, what, what is unique about finances in Ghana? Is there something different that's happening over there? Okay, so um, in Ghana, we have a couple of guys um, working in the financial industry space. Um, I would say that what is unique 
is actually how people see money. What money and um, how they have this kind of uh, ownership over money. Of course, you can say this is your money, you get to invest it or manage it the way you want it. But I can tell you for sure that if you have a personal finance advisor, I mean, you can do better. Okay, you can do better. So, that they, I mean, the unique thing is that people see money differently in Ghana and the ownership of money is different here. You get it. So I think that is what is unique here in Ghana. And one thing is that we also don't have a lot of um, certified financial planners in Ghana. We don't have personal finance services companies in Ghana who mm-hmm. are able to sit down and say, that, look, I'm consulting for these clients. Um, I need to help them with their personal finances here and there and all that. So these are some of the unique things that uh, Money Read, that is my financial literacy organization, is trying to even bring into the space. We are hoping to um, target institutions and then um, speak to them, join workshops, seminars, and all that, and bring them together to understand what money and what they can do with their money. Well, that's great. And, and I think that's a really good point for people to recognize is that, you know, financial literacy hasn't made it into all corners of the world. Um, you know, that, that, that we need to continue to spread the word to different communities, to different states, to different countries, um, because it, there's still a lot of work to do and a lot of people to yeah. help. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's really interesting. Um, so, you know, as we wrap up, what is your number one tip for people on being financially prepared? Okay, so my number one thing is going to be budget. You need to budget. That, that's all I'll, I'll have to say. So if you budget, it will bring you to um, how you can give, how you can do your charity work. If you're a Christian, how you can pay your tithes, um, how you can prepare for vacations and retirement, and how to manage your expenses. And that is what is going to bring you to the boulevard of financial independence. If you don't have that skill and you don't master the skill of budgeting your money, you are going to be in shambles. And mind you, all those listening, you should understand and realize that financial literacy is a critical and an important block in the foundation of every micro and macro economy. Maybe I should repeat that part again. Financial literacy is the critical and important block in the foundation of a micro and macro economy. What do we mean by this? It means that if you don't have it, if you build that house, it's going to crumple down. So you need to have it, yeah. I, I think that's that's great advice. And that really sums it up is that the, the first thing is to start learning. Um, you know, to, to just start on that road is even before budgeting, because you need to learn what a budget is. 
So that's that, right. that basic literacy. So that's that's fantastic. Um, so Benjamin, where can people learn more about you? How can they get in touch with you? Okay, so um, I mean, because of social media, you can get in touch and uh, you can find me on Facebook. The name is Benjamin Nathan Autry. Benjamin Nathan Autry on Facebook. And you can find me on Instagram, Autry B44, at Autry B44. And then maybe you can visit me on my website, www.moneyread.wordpress.com www.moneyread.wordpress.com. You can send me a message. Um, you can DM me on Facebook, um, on Instagram, and also on LinkedIn. The, the name is Benjamin Nathan Autry. You can just send me a message. I'm going to help you. I'm going to um, help you with all your money issues. And then, I mean, you can take it from there. Well, fantastic. And of course, people can find your book on Amazon. So, you know, exactly, exactly. I, I almost forgot. I mean, there, there's more coming up. I'm hoping to um, uh, release my book titled uh, Smart Budgeting. So, I mean, nice. people can watch out for that. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. And um, for people who are listening or watching, of course, I'll post all those links in the show notes um, for you. So, um, that's great. Benjamin, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you also, Tony. I'm very grateful for this invitation and I hope to be back here again. Yeah. That's great. Well, I, I appreciate it. And um, to everyone out there, thank you for tuning in to the Tony Stewart podcast. Until next time.